This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning. It's another day that we have been given to go out and be, to become a higher expression of ourselves. I hope greatness tapped you on the shoulder this morning and said, get up. It's time for us to go to the max. Regardless of what happens in your life, it's a choice. You choose your day. So I hope that you're choosing to have a glorious day, to have a joy-filled day, and have a day that you're going to take your life to the max. That every opportunity that comes before you today will be an opportunity that you're going to take to the max. Don't pull off tomorrow for what you can do today. Don't walk in procrastination. I hope you realize that whatever you choose will determine what type of day you have. That if you choose to have a joyous and a glorious day, then your day will be packed and full with joy. Regardless of what life sends at you, regardless of what happens in your day, it will all work together for your growth, for your maximization. When it rains outside, I never heard a tree. I never heard a plant. I never heard a garden cry because it's raining. They understand that when it rains, it gives me more nutrients for me to dig deeper so I can go higher. When it's sunny outside, I never heard anything in nature complain about the sun because the sun only is there to help me grow deeper and to pour out all the nutrients that I have gathered in order for me to grow taller and go wider and go to the max. So make sure when you are out there today that whatever happens to you, whatever happens with you, know that it's all working together for good. Why? Because there's greatness inside of you that you get to choose your day. And so um, choose the best for yourself on this day. I want to talk um, our time together today about the grace of pain that there's grace in pain, that we try to live in a, we try to live pain-free in the pain-filled world. And it's impossible to, to come into this world and not to experience pain. The very fact of the matter that you are in the world, you have already experienced pain. For when you were birthed into the world, that was a painful experience. You may not remember the trauma, but your mother remember the trauma. Both painful to you and painful to your mother. It was a traumatic experience just to get you inside of this earth. So in order to have life, 
you have to experience pain. There's no escaping it. As a matter of fact, pain is only there to let us know that we are alive. For where there is no pain, we we can easily fall into the trap of thinking that we're supposed to exist without pain. And when there's no pain, we don't even know that we are existing. We don't even know that we are alive. So so let's let's talk about how we we gather or how we, we, we draw from the pain, how we find grace in the pain. There was this this psychologist who walked into the room filled with students. Um, this class was designed to deal with stress management. As she walked into the room, she raised a glass of water. Everyone in the room, every student, expected that the psychologist would ask the obvious question. What is that obvious question? Is the glass half empty or is it half full? Instead, with a smile on her face, she inquired of the class, how heavy is this glass of water? And you, sh you should have heard the answers. There was answers from all over the room. From the back of the room, one student said, it's roughly 8.9 ounces. Then from the front of the room came a student who said, no, it's anybody can look at that and tell it's 5.3 ounces. Then there come a student on the left side of the classroom and say, oh, it's obvious. That's 25 ounces of, of weight that you're holding in your hand. To which she replied, the absolute weight of what I'm holding in my hand doesn't matter. It depends on how long I hold it because if I was holding it for a minute, there wouldn't be any problem. If I was holding it for an hour, I may begin to experience some type of ache or pain in my arm. If I hold it for a day, my arm will feel numb and paralyzed. And each of these durations of times which I'm holding the glass the weight of the glass doesn't change, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. She continued that pain, stress in life are just like that glass of water. If you think about pain for a while, nothing happens. Think about pain longer, then you begin to hurt. And if you think about painful things all day long, you will become paralyzed and capable of doing anything with your life. It will stunt your growth. So it's difficult to try to live pain-free in a world that is filled with so much pain. It is difficult sometimes to see the purpose behind the pain. It's easy for you and I to forget that pain is usually way bigger, much bigger than we are as an individual, as a person, um, that, that pain it's much bigger than you that the pain that we experience is all about God.
It's about God, God's purpose, and what God aims to do through our lives and in our lives for his glory. You know, um, C.S. Lewis once said, we can ignore even pleasure, but pain insists upon being attended to. That God whispers to us in our pleasures, but speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world that in our pleasure, God whispers to us and speaks in our conscience. But in our pain, God shouts to us. So then pain is complicated. It's complicated by the fact that it is not a one-way system um, or two-way system, but pain um, is more than cause and effect. This happened, therefore I had this pain. There's more than that. Pain is more sophisticated because pain you can't see. Uh, pain is not seen. Pain is felt. Pain is not something you see with your natural eyes. I may see the effect of the pain on your face. I may see the result of the pain that was inflicted on your physical body, but pain is not something that can be seen. There's three different types of pain that we need to strongly think about as we govern our lives and as we maximize our lives. There is emotional pain. There is psychological pain and there is physical pain. So we have this emotional pain, we have physical, we have emotional pain, we have psychological pain, and we have spiritual pain. And this emotional pain, emotional pain is 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 pain or hurt that usually originates from things that are not physical. Usually emotional pain displays itself in our distress. Our distress because of what has been brought upon us by other people. And so now someone else has brought pain upon us. And the pain that we are experiencing, which many people struggle to acknowledge, is that they feel broken. They feel wounded. They feel like they have lost themselves, that they have spent so much time pouring into somebody else. And they have forgotten who they are. That's emotional pain. That when I say I can't exist without a person, that I need this person in my life, regardless of how detrimental they have been to my progress, regardless of how detrimental they have been to me becoming all that I've been created to be, then I am suffering from emotional pain. And behind emotional pain becomes grief. It becomes the fear of losing. It becomes the fear of regret. We, 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 we have all these different emotional pains that, that, we could, that can draw us into that place. And the emotional pain leads to the greatest pain that we can experience. And that is depression. Oftentimes, people are depressed because of some external factor that has impacted them internally. 
that they have turned what happened outside, they turned it inward on themselves. And now the condition that they're dealing with, they feel broken, they feel disconnected, and they are they 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 have all these negative attributes. No, not because something is wrong with them, it's because they are in emotional pain. And when you're in emotional pain, you withdraw by yourself and you attack other other people. And so we have all these e emotions that we can wrestle with and we can grapple with because of what somehow somebody made us feel. But you have a choice. You get to choose on how you're going to feel, how you're going to receive, how people treat you. How No, the pain is real. That's why we have to be real with ourselves. We have to acknowledge pain, that the pain is real, that I'm not going to ignore it because when I try to ignore the pain, I'm simply medicating myself to change who I am at the moment. Because anytime I try to mask my emotional pain, then I am dealing with people while I'm bleeding. And when you are bleeding emotionally, you make everybody else bloody. Regardless of how many band-aids we try to put on top of the emotional pain, the fact of the matter is people around us become bloody because we are bleeding through our own hurt and our own pain. And now they have to experience pain because we are wounded because wounded people wound other people wound people but it's good that we have emotions because without emotions we emotions allow us to know that it matters what happens to us emotions let us know that people matter because if you were emotionless it wouldn't matter how people try to handle you. It wouldn't matter how, what kind of relationships you have with people. It wouldn't matter. The fact of the matter is that you can experience emotional pain. It's a testament to the fact that you are human. It's a testament to the fact that you are a person who's capable of growing, that you can take your emotional pain. And if the truth be told, many of us who can deal with other people issues and help them walk through their valleys and to walk through the dark moments of their lives. It's not because we're so deep and so spiritual. The truth of the matter is we have been down those valleys ourselves to walk through with a season of emotional distress where everything in life seems to be coming at you, not to build you, but to tear you down only prepares you to grow and maximize so little small things doesn't get to you like they used to now when maybe maybe when i was maybe when i was a child certain things may have somebody saying no to me may have mattered but now that I am of age and have matured and have gone through seasons of rejections, gone through seasons of, 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 of people not supporting, now I'm not moved when I hear a no. I'm not emotionally moved. I'm not upset. Why? Because my emotional wounds have allowed me to heal, to grow into a higher expression of myself. So where do we find grace in our emotions? It is when you learn to control your emotions, you learn to control your destiny, that you're not moved by what people say, you're not even moved by what people do. 
because when you are moved by people, then they are in control. But when you become in control of your emotions, you are in control of your destiny. It's nothing like seeing someone who's very talented and gifted and who has all these skill sets who can't control their emotions. They come across very abruptly. Like it, it's people you can't deal with because they're very talented and they know they're talented, but they don't have their emotions in check. And see, you can be gifted, but if you don't learn how to deal with emotional drama, with emotional pain, your emotions can trump your talent. Your emotions can override what gift you bring to the table. When you learn how to control how you feel about the situation, what you feel about the situation, and feel the depression, feel the sadness, but don't stay there. That, that God allows us to experience things in life, not to live there, but to learn there. When we understand that whatever pain we are experiencing in life is not for us a permanent location for us to live and dwell in, but it is a temporary visitation. It is the tuition we play to learn the lessons for life. Emotional pain is the tuition we pay to learn lessons in life. And so while we're going through our emotional pain, what we should ask ourselves is what should I learn from this? What should I be gathering from this? What it is about that this experience is telling me about myself that I may become a higher expression of me? Because if we refuse to grow through our emotional pain, we can never go to the top. We can never go to the max. We can never become who we have been created to become. Here we are sitting in our rocking chair. And the only thing we can remember is what happened to us in the, on the playground when we was 10 years old. That's a person who has not grown. That's a person who got stuck, who dwelt, who, who took a residence in their emotional pain. But, but, but the, 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 a greater pain than emotional pain is psychological pain. Um, C.S. Lewis again said that mental pain is less dramatic than physical pain, but it is more common and also more hard to bear that the frequent attempt to conceal mental pain increases the burden. It's easier to say my tooth is aching than to say my heart is broken. That is, it's, it's easy for us to go through these symptoms or go through these these steps of emotional pain, but when it comes down to psychological or mental pain we, we we don't we we don't want to deal with it we, we have mental anguish and we don't want to express it because we don't want anybody to think we're crazy no again pain is given for us for lessons to learn or it is the tuition we pay to learn the lessons in life and so while we are experiencing mental pain we have to be make we have to make sure that that we are comfortable and understand that I may be going through mental anguish right now but I'm not going to live here I'm not going to stay in here what is it that the Lord is trying to teach me maybe the Lord is trying to teach me that to have the mind of Christ 
that let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Maybe the Lord is trying to mean to think on things which are praiseworthy, things which are a good report, things which are virtuous. I need to change my thinking maybe. Because mental anguish is often when you set your mind on something that has touched you emotionally, but now since it's touched you emotionally, now you have allowed it to marinate in your mind. It matters how long you've been holding it. If you've been holding your mind for only a second, then you're not experiencing mental anguish. But because you can't let go what happened to you, here we are 10, 15, 20 years later, you're still dealing with it mentally and the emotional part is gone. So now every time you see that person, you see something that reminds you of that moment, all of a sudden you go back to feeling again what happened to you. Think about it for a moment. That, that the emotional pain that was afflicted to you could have been years ago, could have been months ago, could have been weeks ago. You're no longer living in that moment, but because you didn't let it go in your mind when something similar um, to that emotional pain uh, resembles what happened to you, you automatically take yourself back to the original pain. It's called mental anguish. You, you, you put this in your head and you can't let it go. That's why you have to pull down every thought, every imagination. You can't, you, matter of fact, you have to tell mental anguish, you can't live here. Yes, I experienced it. I felt it. It was real. I'm not going to deny the pain. But the truth of the matter is the pain cannot live here. There's no room. There's no vacancy. There's no room open for mental anguish to live here. Because it's easy for me, for you to see, go to a doctor, tell him my tooth is hurt. To, to, but it's to tell someone I'm heartbroken. Because heartbroken it, it's something you can see. You can't see how broken I am. We have a lot of people who are walking around, they're broken. And they are going through the routines. Don't be one of them. Just don't go through the routines. Be real. Acknowledge the pain. Acknowledge the pain. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm in mental anguish. Yes, it hurt what they did to me. But start healing yourself. By thinking about things that are better, things which are, are, are good. Because that what happened to you, that emotional pain, it's not the summation of your life. You're more than that one moment in your life when, 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 when someone inflicted pain on you and now you, that emotional pain has translated into mental pain. And if you're not careful, it will go to the third level, third level of pain, which is spiritual pain. When we have spiritual pain, spiritual pain um, often occurs because of some type of religious belief we have, and we put, and, and and we can't find meaning in our pain or in our suffering, or we are, we 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 feel like we are abandoned by God, that nobody understands me, that I'm all in this by myself. It's it's almost if like the pro prophet Elijah, Elijah who. Um, who would call fire from heaven, Elijah who stood against the prophets of Baal, Elijah who was a man who was moved by God. Anytime God spoke to him, he was moved and ready to, ready to go on his journey. But when he experienced opposition, Elijah went to a lonely place, a place that's contradicted his success, and he was in a cave in a cave all by himself and he's crying out to God because he feel abandoned saying there's nobody else left except for me 
There's nobody here. That uh, there's nobody here except for me. So he he's feeling abandoned. Not only is he feeling abandoned, he has emotional pain. He he's feeling depressed. Not only is he feeling depressed, he has mental pain because he pictures all the things he has done, how he's destroying the prophets, how there's nobody else suffering. You know, see, all these different levels of pain, they they some the summation of them are found in our spirits. Because our emotional pain leads to our mental pain, and our mental pain leads to our spiritual pain. And when there's spiritual pain, we're just painful all over the place. And it's amazing how how people um, want you to act like you got it all together. This is the facade we put on if we got it all together. Because when we look at Elijah, Elijah appears to be somebody who has it all together. Seems like he has it all together. And since he feels like he has it all together, no one would expect this prophet to be experiencing pain. But remember, pain is the tuition we pay to learn the lesson of life. So he's in this isolated place. And how you heal from spiritual pain is to get to a quiet place. Oftentimes, we have too much stuff going on into our lives that we can't heal spiritually. We're on social media. We got to see... Um, what meal somebody cooked for dinner, what, what's the latest outfit they have. We, we're bombarded with our TV shows. Imagine how life was before we had all social media platforms, before we had all these TV shows, when we had the dial on. You were forced into a position to live life on a different platform. And when you live life on those different platforms, the issues you have now, you didn't have then. I want to challenge you to get alone by yourself, to heal spiritually. Because oftentimes we don't know we are, we are experiencing spiritual pain because we are still functioning. And just because we are functioning and just because we're going through the routines doesn't mean that we don't have an underlying condition, which is called we feel like we don't understand our purpose. Because anytime you are struggling with purpose, you are dealing with a spiritual issue. Anytime you feel like God is not there, you are dealing with a spiritual issue. But God calls us. Pain is, 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 is God's way of calling us. C.S. Lewis again says it's a, it's a megaphone God used. But pain is a way of calling us to be uncomfortable. Because when we're uncomfortable, we're able to be with other people. What do I mean we're able to be with other people? Now that if I've gone through those moments in my life, and this is these are not one-time visitations. It's not like you go through emotional pain one time and that'll be your last time. You go through mental anguish one time, that'll be your last time. You go through spiritual pain one time, that'll be your last time. But it's cycles that we go through. And as we go through the cycles... We become stronger. We become better. We, we're always growing and we're always becoming. And since when we're always growing and becoming, we're able to deal with other people who may be in a cycle that we have already came out of. See, I, I, can't, I can't tell you how to get out the valley if I've never been in the valley. It's, it's interesting that, that Paul teaches us. The Bible says that um, Paul, the Apostle Paul, had this, this thorn. Um, 
thorn in his flesh. That Paul had a thorn in his flesh, and the thorn he had in his flesh, in fact, said that, that he was given this thorn so he should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations that he were given. He was very spiritual. But Paul got a thorn um, saying that, yeah, you're so spiritual, um, but you still got to experience pain. Because you being spiritual does not exclude you from experiencing pain. He was given a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet him, lest he should be exalted among measures. Now, the exact nature of Paul's thorn in his flesh is uncertain. Many folks have different reasons of saying, Maybe he had epilepsy. Maybe he had the weakness of eyes. Um, maybe it was um, one of his, um, somebody who opposed him. We don't know what Paul's issue was. And that's really a good, probably a good reason um, we don't know what it is because God wants us uh, to understand that pain in the general way could be in. And, and, and inflicted upon any of us. It's not a specific pain that anybody bears, but in our pain, we have to understand that in, in when we apply, apply certain things to get out of our pain, certain principles to get out of our pain, whether it's a thorn in the flesh like Paul, or whether we're struggling with physical, emotional, or spiritual pain, we can know that God has a purpose behind this pain. Paul says, I had this thorn in my flesh. He said, but I learned that God's grace is sufficient for me when I'm in pain. That God's, when I'm weak, that's actually when I'm stronger. Why? Paul said, in my pain, I learned some. P Paul said, this pain was my tuition to learn something in life. And I don't know what pain you may be experiencing today, but acknowledge the pain. Don't live in it. Visit the classroom, pass the classroom. Don't keep going through the same routine over and over and over again. Because how quick you respond to the pain will determine how long you stay in the pain. And the, 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 the fact of the matter is too many of us are slow responding to spiritual, emotional, and psychological pain. Now, we can, we can, we, we can respond to physical pain because when we're cut, we know we need to put a Band-Aid on it. We need to clean it. We need to put a Band-Aid on it or maybe go to the doctor to get stitches. We are quick to deal with the physical pain. But let us analyze our lives to see if there's any emotional, psychological, or spiritual pain. Because many of us, we have gotten so comfortable to learn how to exist in the pain that we'll talk ourselves out of the real issue and we'll convince ourselves that we misunderstood the situation. No, stop convincing yourself that you misunderstood the situation. Because when you, when, you when, you, when you stump your toe, when you cut your hand, or when you get punched in the belly, you don't try to convince yourself that that's not pain. You immediately, or your body immediately sends blood cells there to begin to heal itself. Now, when you cut yourself, your body automatically begins to try to scab up and begin to heal itself. You don't have to convince your body that it's been wounded. And I'm saying to you today, you don't have to convince your spirit, your emotions, your mentality, or your mind that you've been inflicted. You need to start healing. You have to heal. 
get quiet, get into a place where you can analyze all the pain, feel the pain in the moment, but don't live it. See where you went off track at. When, when, when did all this happen in your life? Think about it. When did all this happen? That's what we have to focus on. Go through the class. Get the lesson. Learn from your pain. Don't live in your pain. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B to join the conversation and access additional content that will take you to the max.